This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Great to see you, Pat. Oh, my gosh. Oh, good I golly. I missed you from uh, previously I mean, on, that, on, the, on the last time I saw you. Which well, was... it's been, what's it been? Like two and a half, three minutes? <laughs> I haven't seen you since we were over there on that set. Yeah, I mean, I saw you for part of the time as wow. we were walking around uh, on our way here. But, I mean, I, there was a okay, part. So it was like a minute 45, though. Of yeah, maybe. Not even yeah. seeing one another. Yeah, so, and you, you just lose track of We got. We need to catch up. We really, we need to catch up. Hey, Jeffy, I didn't see you either. We don't need to catch up. Yeah, I know. So, okay. Uh, By the way, good input. As usual. Just wanted to let you know that was As usual. Thank you for advancing the show. Carrier. uh, You're welcome. Union boss called Trump a liar. Uh, Surprisingly, Trump fired back. That is so unusual. He's vilifying an individual citizen that Uh took him on in in, Uh the... Oh, wow. Can you imagine such a thing? I can't... From Donald Trump, that's so out of character. How could he do it? War of words between Trump and a union leader at Carrier heating up. Two men publicly disputed the success of Trump's deal. Uh, the feud, be- feud began on Wednesday with Chuck Jones, President United Steelworkers Local 1999, complained in an interview. Well, there's your problem right there. The union is named after a, a Prince song, which is stupid. Uh, but uh, the uh, leader of the... Local 1999. That's how that works. Complained in an interview that uh, Trump had failed to fulfill his promise to keep all the carrier jobs from moving to Mexico. And, you know, did he not make that promise or did he say, I will keep a thousand of them? I mean, mean, he he said he was going to save the jobs. And then people started pointing out, wait a minute, you said you're going to save a thousand. It's not really a thousand. And there's another 1,300 that aren't going to be saved. Um, so it's actually, I think the number is actually something like 840 that it will actually be saved, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, uh, and then I think it's, there's been two reports I've seen. One was 900, one was, I think, 1300 of jobs that would still go, uh, to Mexico. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, the, the union people were, you know, the people whose jobs supposedly were being saved or were not exactly thrilled by the way he told the story again and this is part this mm-hmm. you know first of all this was actually a pence thing mike pence is the governor of the state that's why this occurred it was not a trump 
thing. I mean, you, it's. It, I don't like the Trump deal. Trump has no power to do anything yet. Right. I so, mean, right. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I am not um, trying to pull praise from Trump and give it to Pence. I'm pulling the blame from Trump and giving it to Pence. This is Pence's fault, in my view, because I think it's a terrible uh, plan. It's a terrible way to do business. Um, you know, but. So I'm not. This is not a Trump bashing thing, uh, and I, you know, at all. It's just that he can't help himself from exaggerating and um, making these things into bigger things than they are. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, the people who are affected by it a lot of times come out and are upset about it. I mean, the, the Boeing thing is another issue. You know, I mean, he can't. He <clears throat> someone the Boeing guy, guy says something bad about him. What happens? He fires back. Just exact same scenario. Here's the union. Uh, situation says uh, he, I don't like his, for, his 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 trade policies. Oh yeah, well you're screwing the the American people out of four billion dollars. Well, actually it's 170 million. Uh, he, the plane hasn't even been built yet. There's no reason to believe they're over budget or uh, behind schedule on the project, and they're America's largest exporter. But again, it's his feelings that are important here. It's not the fact that this company employs tens of thousands of people. It's not the po- point that they're the biggest exporter. It's not the point that, you know, of, of all the technology around the world, what people want more than anything are these planes. Uh, but, you know, hey, let's, uh, my feelings were hurt. Mm-hmm. So we obviously have to attack them. So Trump uh, fires back at this Chuck Jones. Uh, he says Chuck Jones, who's president of the United Steelworkers in 1999, has done a terrible job of representing workers. No wonder companies flee the country. He, he has no idea what kind of job no, this guy's done. Never put a minute no of thought into it. Idea. He no. simply lashes out at everyone who says anything negative about him. Right. It, it, Not to mention, by the way, so one of his immature. Right. Like he's acting as if he should have done a better job for the workers, which is the exact type of policy that he said he was opposed to. Uh, he's not. Uh, he's never been a guy who's been big on unions. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know what you know if any of the things he said in his entire life have been uh, true, but uh, you know that's not what he's been saying his whole life. And this goes back. It's not just Trump who does this sort of crap. A good example of this: Washington Post uh, has a story about, um, and I think it's a Washington Post product. Honestly, it's a Chrome extension. So I don't know. You use Chrome, Pat, uh, as your browser. Uh, I know Jeffy does. Oh uh, yes, I do. Um, yeah, uh, I do. And so you can get these extensions that will do things. The, mo- the most famous recent example was when. Um, uh, John Oliver made the one that changed the name Trump to Drumpf. Remember this? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, during the election. Um, by the way, a huge impact that had. Um, but uh, you know, that was a thing for a few weeks. And so every time you'd read a story, it would say Donald Trump because that was his given name. And his theory was, well, if you take away Trump, which is a nice name, and put it as Drumpf, then people won't respect him. You know, just a joke. Anyway, so they have, they have things like this all the time. There's another thing that they have, which is a shopping one. So if you go to a, if you go to a website, you go to, uh, you know, uh, you know, BarnesandNoble.com, and you and you go to click on a book, a thing will pop up and say, by the way, you can get this at Amazon for a dollar cheaper, whatever. You know, like they'll search the other sites as you're about to buy something for uh, another lower price. Cool function. The Washington Post has developed one for the Trump presidency, which is. What would this thing you're about to buy cost if his tariffs went through? Now, to me, as a free trader, I love this idea. I'll give you the example of the, uh, this, is from, this is a carrier product, which kind of makes it even more entertaining as in the middle of this discussion. Carrier, uh, it is uh, an air conditioner unit, um, which is $2,399. If Trump had his way and got these tariffs through, it would be $3,239, um, a, an, uh, an increase of $839 on that product. 
Now, you might be so rich you don't give a crap about 839 extra dollars you're paying on an air conditioner, but I think a lot of people would. So in its concept, I freaking love the idea that they're doing this. People mm-hmm. need to see it just like this. They need to understand mm-hmm. how these policies that they cheer on affect their actual lives. But in addition to that, I don't remember the Washington Post doing any such thing for the last half century while Democrats were the ones proposing the tariffs. I don't remember when Barack Obama uh, proposed and implemented a giant tariff on Chinese tires, which cost approximately $900,000 per job saved. I don't remember the Washington Post making a big deal about it at all. I don't remember going to townfairtire.com and seeing, oh, wow, did you know this tire that cost $89 would cost $139 if if this tariff goes through? I don't remember any of that. I don't remember anybody fighting it at all in the media. Now the fact that Trump wants to do it, well, they're finally on top of it. And, you know, thank God they are, but can you be consistent? Is is $800 extra on an air conditioner good when Democrats propose it? Uh, and, and bad when Republicans propose it? Because, I mean, to me, it's bad both times. And if you believe in these things and you think they're actually wrong, it would be nice if they were consistent on both administrations. However, I will, with open arms, accept, uh, 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 you know, respect and accept this effort and say thank you because it's, it, it's, it's important that it's done. Just keep it going. Mm-hmm. Keep it going when these things happen later on. Well, they're not going to. No. That's the thing. Uh, I mean, if it was Biden running in 2012... They won't say a word about it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if Biden proposed tariffs higher than Trump, they won't say a word about mm-hmm. it. They, they'd never do the same. They'll thing. find every economist never. who likes it. They'll find the Paul Krugmans of the world. that Every is, single time. Used to hate it did and they, now love it. Did they say anything about Obamacare? Did they say anything negative no. about it? Were there, were there, oh, by the way, uh, not only will your, your health care costs not go down an average of 2500 per family, they're going to go up much more than that per family. So, and then they're going to go up exponentially every freaking year. And this will affect even the plans that aren't Obamacare. Mm-hmm. That's how bad this system is. No, not they that, didn't not, say any of that. Not did, only did they lower, not only did they not say that at the time, they said it was going to get, actually help the budget deficit. And yeah. they told you if you yes. said these things about how, you know, those claims are untrue, you oh, were you're racist. racist. You're racist. They actually accused you you're, of a much worse crime. Only because it's a black man proposing it. Mm-hmm. You'd never say this if it was a Republican. You loved Romney care, even though we clearly did not. Nope. And we really it was a white it. person uh, who proposed it. We didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's really too bad that everybody puts this partisanship over the country. And I, I, I don't I've never understood it. We've, we've said it a million times. I don't understand the Democrat loyalty and I don't understand the Republican loyalty. I understand the loyalty to your country. I understand loyalty to principles. I don't get the party affiliation thing. Who cares? Why would you care? For, for some reason, they do, and they care very, very deeply. And it is their guiding principle. I care about my party. I care about the people on my side of the aisle. I don't care about the actual principles behind any of these policies. I mean, and at, so that's the world we live in. It shows that how many people wound mm. up. Um, and I'm talking, you know, the average person, I, I, you know, like they're not following this as closely. But like I'm talking about like actual senators, people, governors that called Donald Trump cancer. 
uh, things like that. They want him turning around and endorsing the guy and passionately fighting for him. I, that's uh-huh. why I don't understand it. It's not that like I. Rick Perry was one of them. Rick Perry was one of them. I mean, there's been many uh, that we've mentioned um, uh, over the years uh, since or over the months since this has happened. Um, but the point, I guess, is that the American people. There's a certain uh, there's a certain gr- grouping um, the American people can follow. There's a people who watch the Kardashians all the time. I don't expect them to you know have anything other than I, well, I'm, I I grew up a Republican. I'm I'm now a Republican. I grew up a Democrat. I'm now a Democrat. It's just not their life, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I understand that, and I understand people. Then there's people who really do supposedly have involvement in the system and really care about it and think about it all the time. I just can't understand the party part of that. I, I don't understand. Once you're there. Like, I always think of this, like this way. For, like, like, think about this from the, 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 the democratic view of what Republicans want. They don't, they don't care. They just, they just want to keep, uh, they just want to keep, um, uh, you know, they want to hurt the working man and, and, and make rich people uh, better off. And, and, and they just, you know, they don't, this free trade stuff is nonsense. All they want is they want these big corporations that rake in these big profits and, and build it on the back of these poor people overseas. And, 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 and then they want to screw the American worker. Uh, by uh, by going up against unions and blah, 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 blah. Well, now you have the Republican who's doing the opposite of all of those things. And while I totally disagree with him, and I disagreed with your reasoning before as to why, shouldn't you now be saying, if you actually believe those things you said about conservatives before, shouldn't you now be saying, wow, this is the first guy in a long time who cares about American workers. Here's the first guy in a long time who, who doesn't want to build our economy on the backs of the, the Chinese and sweatshops. Finally, we have some Republican who really cares about the things that are important. Nope. Now they've just flipped sides to the opposite side and free trade's great. Mm-hmm. That is gone. What? What are you talking about? Now they're making, they're designing technology to tell you how bad tariffs are. The media is doing this? Is that serious? And of course the answer is yes, because the principle that guides almost everybody, apparently outside of this audience, and maybe even when I say that, not just uh, the radio show and the blaze, I mean the Pat and Stew audience. Because there's plenty of radio people that were all pissed off about this stuff, too, and saying, oh, well, you guys should change your principles. He's a Republican. Well, you know what? Outside of this freaking audience, I don't know if there's anybody left who believes it. Because I thought, I think this about Democrats all the time. Well, you know what? They want to do all these things because all they want to do is have more control in government. Maybe they don't care about that either. Maybe now they'll be on the opposite side saying we need smaller government. Who the hell knows? (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised because the things I thought guided these two parties don't. The small government does not guide the Republican Party in no, any no, way. And the way no. I looked at it before this, Pat, was, okay, look, Republicans, they want smaller government. They want more freedom. They want the constitutional values. But when they get in there, they get kind of, you know, they get won over by the establishment. They get won over by power. They get won over by the trappings of Washington. And they fail on their goals. Because they just, they're, they have no spines and they easily fall over. That's not what it is. They just don't have those goals. They don't care about those things at all. So they, mm-hmm. it's not them failing on something and being won over by the, 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 you know, the, the allures of power. Their goal is the allure of power. That's what they want and that's why they're there. And that's hard to, it's hard to square and it's disappointing. Though, again, as we pointed out the other day, and you just can't be disappointed by these things. Don't put your faith in a man. There's nothing there. there you know, you, you, if you if you worry about those things, you're going to wind up, uh, you know, killing yourself, and you're never going to enjoy life. So just have another bowl of ice cream. 
Forget about it. I know what. You know? I've been thinking about that right? today, Pat. Yeah, me too. Where's the food? So where is the food? This is the one of those days, Pat. So far today, I've uh, eaten what I would say is relatively well. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those days the slightest bump in the road could throw me on a, oh. a Thanksgiving-esque yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, marathon. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I am that close. Like, I, mm-hmm. hey, you know, because I'm thinking to myself, we have uh, wh- about a week and a half left of doing these shows, okay? Mm-hmm. So next week we'll be here, and then we go on Christmas break. Christmas break is always a disaster. We're going to be fat slobs, and we're going to, and everyone's going to know. We're, we're going to try our best to convince our children that Santa Claus arrived when Daddy woke up. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And so we will eat like 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 it's Thanksgiving times a thousand over that vacation. And in my head, I'm thinking to myself, I better freaking not blow it before then, because if I'm going to have two bad weeks, that's really bad. Right, but, but now four I don't bad care. weeks. I don't care right now. I'm I'm going to eat. Like it's United Steelworkers Local 1999. That's not what the song was actually called. You do realize that, right? <laughs> part of it. It's part of it. Uh, but yeah, are you so? Are you, are you actually? Are you in full give up mode? Uh, you've almost talked me into it right now. No, I don't want to talk you into it. I'm trying to talk myself me out it. of it. I'm trying to. That was uh, a bad I'm, job then, because uh, <laughs> you've done the opposite. Well, what I'm trying to say is, I'm trying to admit my my own yes. personal where the, where the failings going to be uh-huh. failings, and yeah. then try to acknowledge that they're there. Yes, and try to take them and on. then just go with them, rather than just no, saying. no. Just throw caution to the wind and go with them. Go with your feelings. Jeffy, feel. help me. I mean, when you're looking at Jeffy for you're help, you're looking at Jeffy better. for help. Well, but Jeffy has been on this bandwagon for a while. He's been losing some pounds. I'm in a good place. You're in a good place. I'm in, in what a great way? place. In what way? That you keep eating? Is that the good place you're uh, in? That's where your mistake is. Uh, there, okay. Really? What'd you have for breakfast this morning? Uh, my strawberry yogurt bar. Coke and that's zero, it. That's it. Bottle of water. That's what cool. I have every okay. day. That's my breakfast every day. All right. Except for. Except for a couple of days that. Where you had what? Well, some days I might have a strawberry yogurt bar, and then miraculously there's some other breakfast item around. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We were doing a we doing a shoot for a a Christmas movie uh, that's coming up uh, on the Blaze here uh, relatively (laughs) soon. Uh, Kind of on the in the vein of a Christmas twist. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, uh, much, 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 much as edgier, I would say. I think edgier? so, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, I, I, th- yeah. <laughs> I think a tad. Yeah. Just, I mean, just a smidge. I don't know. Christmas just a smidge. is pretty edgy when yeah, you look back but, at it. D- okay. Um, All right. I would say, do you think it's darker than the Christmas tree? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I do. Really? Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. That's an interesting I, I, just a smidge darker and a smidge Do you remember what ha- You died in a Christmas <laughs> twist. From uh-huh. Ted, uh, lead tonsil poisoning. Okay. Um, uh, lead Jeffy, tonsil? Yeah, you got lead in, in on your tonsils somehow, or you breathed it in. Okay. Remember, your tonsils <laughs> were poisoned because right. your tinsels had mm. become tonsils. Oh, that's right. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, Jeffy uh, perished terribly. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a massive heart attack, I believe, and in Christmas. It was story. hit by an automobile. Well, that well, was just that was one your... of your characters. The, the <laughs> other character point. you played that looked like the guy who got hit by an automobile <laughs> died tragically right after getting married, I think, yeah, or becoming engaged. got married, engaged. I think you died the next That's day. Right. So the happy ending, you just died the next day in the closing credits. Uh, there is some, uh, you know, not everything turns out great in this one either, I have to admit. Uh, I'll give you that if you want to. But we were doing that shoot, uh, Jeffy and I, uh, on day on the first day, mm-hmm. um, and my wife, who's also in the movie, she, um, uh, she, she brings a, a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts. Oh, my gosh. Fresh. fresh. I mean, fresh. Where was she yesterday? 
when I was doing Because we hollered at her so much. No. Wow. I mean, I, and wow. all I wanted to do was eat them. And, and so when I started out, they were there. And then there was a 12 of them. And then it was, I, I Suddenly, was able to did resist. they disappear? And then they started, it started to whittle down by others eating uh-huh. them. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, wow, there's only two or three left. The max damage I can do is two or three donuts. Right. Uh, and then I was like, you know what? What if I take this knife? Okay. And I cut it in half. And then donut. just eat both halves. And, and then I cut the other, uh, the half in half, so they're quarters. Mm. And then I just eat all four quarters. <laughs> right. Uh, well, you feel better about yourself you do. because you've had it in you quarters. Do. They're smaller I, pieces. I seriously have played that mind game with myself. Well, because I don't, I can convince I myself, I'll just have one of them. You know what else I do? I'll, I'll have, uh, like, <laughs> my daughter's like, I want two hamburgers. I, okay, well, then I'm going to as well. And, uh,. <laughs> From, so, from uh, at home or at home, okay. yeah, mm-hmm. and and so I'm cooking these hamburgers out on the barbecue, and and then I bring them in, and uh, I think, oh, I can't eat all of the second one, cut so it. <laughs> I cut it in half, and I eat the whole half, and then I eat most of the other half. I mean, the but other half is just sitting there. That's I a left, waste. I left about a bite on the. <laughs> that's good though, right? Plate. I mean, that's a but, start. And and I convinced myself, well. I only ate like one and a little bit right, more of a that's hamburger. A start. See, I think <laughs> it was fully one and like nine tenths. That, yeah, baby did, steps, Pat. Baby steps. I baby did this at uh, at a, a restaurant I was at a couple of weeks ago, in which I was trying to eat right, mm. and so I, I, I ordered something relatively healthy from the menu or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my kids, uh, my my daughter Ainsley, um, uh, famous for ordering food in which she does not eat, uh, orders a grilled cheese sandwich. Now, as you might know by looking at me, I love grilled cheese sandwiches. Um, so it came out, and I was still pretty hungry. Well, that's and why I'm like, you, you know order- what? She's got the whole grilled cheese sandwich, which, of course, as she is known to do, didn't take one bite of. Because uh, thank, thanks, Ainsley. And by the way, that's mm-hmm. your. I t- every one of those I take out of her college fund. Every <laughs> one of them. <laughs> I deduct four ninety nine out of the college fund every time I order it, and she doesn't take a bite of it. Um, so I, uh, I see it. I'm like, well, you know what? I, my dinner, my, my lunch was so light. I'll just eat half of her grilled cheese sandwich, which is still not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Of course, I ate half of her grilled cheese sandwich. And then I looked at the other half and I was like, wow, that's very similar to the previous half I just had, <laughs> which was enjoyable. Uh, so then I ate the other half of the grilled cheese sandwich. Uh-huh. And I think honestly, uh, not uh-huh. to, not to be, um, criti- critical of Jeffy here. Cause I would, mm-hmm. I just on this show, I don't, I don't feel right doing it. Um, <laughs> But uh, uh, you don't feel right I, being critical of Jeff. Yeah, you know, it just yeah, doesn't feel right. Just you know, look, it's it's a time of year where yeah, uh, you know, we're just uh, well, and it, for for us, it's always that time. Well, of it's year. it's a it's the principle you know I mean? of it. You know, we just yeah. uh, we never break the principle of being nice to Jeffy. Right. Uh, you keep telling yourself that. But <laughs> when, the whole thing of like, hey, you left one bite. It's a start. It, it acts as if. This is the first step on some healthy road. Correct. When in actuality, it's like the 20th step on the unhealthy road. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, if I improved next time by only having, uh, okay, I left two bites the next time, then you'd be right. But that's never the outcome. The next time, I just eat the whole thing. So I'm actually right. going the wrong direction Plus there, what, not the right what's one. What's going to ha- start mm-hmm. happening soon, not that I've experienced this, but you'll order that grilled cheese thinking your daughter's not going to eat it. And she colors and plays around and jumps around, so you eat half of it, and then she gets pissed because you ate her sandwich because she was going to get to it. So you order another one, and you just finish off the first half. So you've eaten one, but you have a fresh one coming for her, of course. And then she only eats maybe 
half of that one. So you got you got another half to eat. I mean, that you can't, that's a waste not to eat that. That has happened to you a hundred times. <laughs> and I can see it happening to me, by the way, too. I am not uh, above you at all in any way. Oh my on gosh, she's not on food. That's for sure. <laughs> you know, one thing uh, could be a reality for us all, and that's that food may one day not be this plentiful. No, um, we take that for granted. We take the fact that it's available at all times, in all places, and we'll always have it that way. Not necessarily. There may come a time when the food supply is cut, Yeah. when there's a shortage, when, you know, for some reason, grocery stores close. We've talked many times about the fact that that happened during a, a hurricane in Houston where they were closed for a week. So that's when food storage comes in really handy. Yeah, uh, and, you know, anything can happen. Uh, obviously, with all this global warming, uh, you can see <laughs> there could be 50 hurricanes that hit your town next week. 50 in a week. Uh, well, yeah, and even in December, even though hurricane season's over, because of global warming, mm-hmm. a lot of times it happen in December, January. There's no such thing as hurricane season anymore. No, it's just all hurricanes hurricane all the year. time. Yeah. The normal standing wind speed of your <laughs> town is going to be 214 miles an hour. Holy cow. Just get ready for it. It's happening any day. Uh, you might want to have some food inside because it's going to be too windy to go out to pick something up. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to uh, My Patriot Supply. Uh, MyPatriotSupply.com uh, is the place to go. Um, and uh, they, they do a great job. Or you can go to, yeah. what, what, I guess it's what? Uh, ours is preparewiththeblaze.com. Same thing. Right. Uh, except uh, <clears throat> they're going to know that you came here from the Blaze, which we appreciate, of course. Uh, get four weeks of easy-to-prepare food for only $99 plus free shipping. Uh, I guess that's the only place you can get this deal. So go to preparewiththeblaze.com. And that wipes out most of the eventualities that could come up. Uh, if, you ha- if you're prepared for a month for, for you or, you know, for a, if you've got a family of four, you're prepared for a week for each of you. That's still a lot of preparation. So call them at 888-411-5290. Or, and of course, as Stu said, preparewiththeblaze.com. 888-411-5290 or preparewiththeblaze.com. I need grilled cheese. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645-800-600-1645-800-600-1645-800-600-1645-800-600-1645-800-600-1645-800-600-1645-800-600-1645-800-600-1645-800-600-1645-800-600-1645-800-600-1645-800-600-1645-800-600-1645-800-
right? Like, yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, Kid Rock. Kid Rock, not, not so much. New. Ted Nugent, not so much. No, right? Like you'd expect. Like you yeah. know, guy, they're kind of outspoken guys, and they're not mm-hmm. necessarily, you know, like they're more, you know, maybe uh, like more patriotic than uh, and more like pro-military leaning than you'd say, yeah. like, hey, pro-economic theory guys. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. that's not like uh, the way. Like yeah. you know, like I so. And that sort of thing I don't think has been uh, largely violated by Trump. I mean, he certainly said some things that were incredibly offensive, like he knows more about the uh, ISIS than generals, which is a weird thing considering he keeps appointing generals to every single job. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If they didn't know anything about ISIS, why are you giving them these jobs? Uh, But apparently he knew more. And he, you know, that he could, that they would do whatever they were told in the military and things like that. I mean, but generally speaking, I mean, he's seen as, is certainly promoting and bound the hell out of ISIS sort of talk works with Kid Rock, I would think. Right? Yes. Uh, no question. No question. So, but, you know, people still take issue with it on, on social media because that's what social media is. It's a place where people get hysterical. And, and that's why I dislike social media. On a scale that I, I can't even begin to describe. Triple eight seven two seven. By the back. way, follow us uh, on Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> yes, yes, You're please. The worst. <laughs> we are the most self defeating show of all time. But by the way, oh, you know what? Jeffy likes it. I Jeffy do. loves I it. Do. Jeffy I, I is Mister Twitter. I do. I love social media. So Mr. you can Twitter. follow me at Jeffy MRA. Mm-hmm. Instagram Jeffy MRA. Facebook Jeff Fisher Radio. It's all good. Come holler, uh-huh. scream. I'll fight back. I don't care. Do you fight back? No, you no. don't. You're not. You're actually, co- you're a pushover on, on social. Makes me laugh. Yeah, like you have fun with people, but you don't let <laughs> it bother you that yeah. much. I, you know, but, and I don't either. I mean, I, to be honest, like I, some, the only times, and that you'll know when I'm working, it's like if I'm fighting with people on Facebook or Twitter, I'm considering that 100% part of my job. <laughs> I never do it because I want or care to do it. I mean, uh, now, like mm-hmm. some stuff makes me laugh on social media, like you know, you're you're retweeting people that that say funny things about the show, or you know, you're making jokes and stuff like that. The fighting stuff, I literally have no interest in it at all. No. I, you know, I don't even respect my own opinion, let alone yours. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, I, I I I try to get to the point where. I just don't care about these things. Mm-hmm. And I, I find myself as a much happier person. Because I've been the same thing. We've had, uh, we're going into the uh, uh, season finale of The Wonderful World of Stew, by the way, next week on Friday. This week, a great Christmassy type episode uh, that I think you'll enjoy as well. Is that the show finale? Um, it's, it's over? It's a season it's finale, Jeffy, uh, which means that it's coming back uh, next year, as far as I know. Um, but the point great. is, uh, that's been going on. We've had, lo- we've had the, um, the, I'm sure you go through this at your work too, the uh, end of season uh, meeting marathon. Uh, where every nine minutes you're in another <laughs> meeting about some new topic. Yeah, uh, today's a special day for that. Oh, yes, it is. We, uh, today. As a matter of fact, we uh, are very over. Special day. It's like meeting, then meeting, then eight minute break, meeting, 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 break, <laughs> meeting, meeting, meeting. I mean, we hey, are, let's meet about when we can have another meeting. We've had those. Oh, uh, we have had those as well. Did you so guys have time to get that uh, to get that uh, story written? Uh, what's, no, we were in a meeting. To hear that, we too. were in a meeting. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, exactly. so I mean, yeah, you have the end of the year crunch, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. uh, we we also have a bunch of new people moving uh, down here to Texas. We have a bunch of new hires we're going through right now. There's so much going on, uh, you know. Not to mention like healthcare and vacations and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That like everything is just so packed in that the last few weeks I have been largely absent from social media, not necessarily because I, you know, decided, hey, I'm done with this. It just, I just haven't had time to do it. So I've posted some stuff here and there, but I haven't done much. I haven't really missed it in my life. 
I, just, I haven't been. I haven't been like, oh man, I wish I was seeing what, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm not that guy. Uh, that what that Peppy the Frog avatar was was going to say to me. I, I just I. Yeah. Eh. I think everybody knows I'm not that guy. No, you I'm don't not that social media picture. guy. I don't. I don't even have Twitter, and I, I, I barely have Facebook. I, you know, it's, I, ugh, it's just it's. It's yet another chore that you just have to do, and I don't want to. I'd rather talk to people, you know, in person. I'd rather talk to my wife and my children than spend time with my face in Facebook. I really, I mean, I, I my son has this new disease. My my middle son, who he, everywhere he goes and everything he, and this is a fairly new phenomenon. He is constantly on his phone he's texting or tweeting or i don't know snapchatting or whatever and always i'm like we're watching byu's last game together he was down for for thanksgiving break and i'm like you can't even watch the game without your freaking phone put the phone away but he is watching the he is watching the game while he's what he tells me but you're not you're not you're not enjoying the game. You're not relishing the game. You're missing all kinds of details when you're doing. Yeah, no, that's true. When you're doing this and looking up and doing this and looking up, and then you put it down for half a second. He, I mean, it, he is almost surgically connected to that phone, oh. and it drives me out of my mind. I mean, I, I live mean, a life. I am live. in the same freaking world, man. I, I hate I, it. I hate it. Know, it's like you know, uh, like we, we, the perfect example of because uh, my, you know, I, I'm, I think sometimes I am. I re- this is repellent to me because of the work that I do. I come in here every day and we're in front of cameras all day yeah. and mm-hmm. we, everything we say is, is on the record. And mm-hmm. so like, I want times where I, that's not my world. Yes. When I go home, I don't want yes. pictures taken of me every eight seconds. I don't want to be thinking Thank about politics you. all the time. Right. Like, I, I want some separation. Yes. <laughs> I love that they put that down at the bottom, right? Right as we're talking about how we don't Dumb like that on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like my wife, does not have that excuse because she also has a national radio show. So there's no excuse for her uh, to uh, to she doesn't have that in her. She wants to be on it all the time. Yeah. To her, it's part of life, and it's what she wants to do all the time. And like wow. we go, we, like we'll go to. And I noticed this the other day. We went on some little Christmas, uh, little Christmas adventure with the kids. You know, we went to some. You know, they had like Santa Claus and reindeer and all that stuff. And we're at the thing, and she's taking pictures of the kids. And the kids, of course, as kids do, are mesmerized by everything else in the room uh, mm-hmm. and don't want. Their picture taken. They, they don't want to pa- pose perfectly in front of the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. And everybody has this moment. It's not being critical of her, but it's like, you know, maybe we don't make this about the pictures that we're going to take from it. Maybe instead of. That's uh, my thing. You know, maybe don't get frustrated at the kids for not wanting to stand for the photo. Just enjoy the moment with us. Let's yeah. just have a moment of, as a family where we're not taking the picture and posting it. And not mm-hmm. only just taking the picture to post, mm-hmm. but taking the picture and posting it with comment right now right. while we're still there. Right. In fact, why ah! don't we? Why don't we? There are some in this building who would then suggest, in fact, let's Facebook Live it. Yep. Let's Facebook Live the moment and share it with 60,000 people. Right. No. I don't want to be doing a show no. right now. Right. And I don't want to, like, <laughs> you know, and I understand because, you, cause like, you want to have those memories. You want to look back at them. But, like, so, half of the stuff we're doing, to make it even more absurd, and this is my own personal thing, I get it, but 
half the crap we're doing is going to Snapchat, yeah. where it's disappearing in 24 hours anyway. Well, Who the hell cares? Yeah. If you're going to have a memory, at least I can come up with a justification as to why this is, this is happening. But when it's going to be deleted in 24 hours, who cares? More of three old men bitching about social media <laughs> coming up. By the way, we're going to start doing some Facebook Lives for the Blaze feed starting next week. Uh, it's coming up. That means go to break. That is what that means. That's yes. what that means. When he says that, go. you play the music, and then you, go to, you zoom in on the Go. Right and then you, you zoom in right on to break. that, and, and then the you play the music, and then that's what you do. And, and these newfangled computers <laughs> and uh, this conditioned air. Uh, uh, it's too cold blowing on you all the time. People going all fast speeds, 30, 40 miles an hour. Horses can't run that fast. They scare the horses. They scare if the we horses. were meant to go that fast, we would have been born with wheels. Thank you. <laughs> or wings. 400 flying. power engine mm-hmm. inside our bodies. Damn it. Glad we finally covered that stuff because I know it was on. I, I just, it really is. I I know we sound like old pathetic idiots, and we're in the media, and we're support. We want you to follow us and stuff. We do. Uh, follow us on th- Facebook. But, but why do we want that? Because so you can experience. Like for example, I like social media because I follow certain shows that I enjoy, right? And I get updates mm-hmm. about the shows, uh, and I get cool comments from the hosts that I like. Like that sort of stuff makes complete sense to me. Yeah. The stuff that you're just posting stuff for, you know. I mean, look, let's be honest, no freaking reason. I, no reason. No reason. It's just like you, people just want to be hosting a show 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you, know, I, yep. you know, I host a show. It sucks, right? <laughs> I mean, it's fun for the time we do it, but there comes a time yeah, no, it's, when you don't want to be doing it yeah, anymore. No, I know. It, uh, totally Five true. Five hours a day, every single day, and then when you're not here doing it, you want to do something else. At least I do. Unless you're not There sure. are those who just want to do that all day, every day. But I will say, even I'm with Jeffy, you look at the way Jeffy does it... Uh, you know, Jeff is to, more of a social gadfly than but, you yeah, and I but are. It's, yeah, for, first so. of all, 100% true. But second of all, um, it's not documenting every moment of your nope. life. It's making commentary on news stories. Yep. It's adding little funny comments. It's responding to fans. And it's live tweeting things like Walking Dead. Right. You live for that. But that's not chronicling it. every right? moment of your no, life. I don't know what Jeffy moment, does no. every day by watching his feet. I don't know Correct. where Jeffy is. No. I don't know. I, I tell you a lot of times where we've been. And, you know, what we've done, Sometimes. but not, but not yeah. necessarily what, what we're doing right now. Ah, and when you talk about the so social invasive. gadfly, I am a social gadfly when I'm in person. Yes. Yeah, you are. I, mean, I want to see. I, I like the, I that like the interaction. True. That is true. Stu and I are a little more shy. We're, we're, we're kind of reserved. I will say, way. well, it, the funny thing is we, uh, we are saying we don't like interacting with people online. We actually don't like it in person either. <laughs> Uh, it might just be on us. Uh, you know. I know, but I'm right here, so it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it just comes out to Pan- I like I, Panera Bread. I, you walk in at 8 p.m. No one is in the entire restaurant. Mm-hmm. There are four people standing behind the counter. Got to talk to them. I and still you go, go to, the, the, to the kiosk. Yeah. Got to talk to them. Still go to well, the kiosk. It's like, it's like when, <laughs> I, when I'm at the grocery store. I want to go to the self-checkout because I don't want to talk to the clerk. <laughs> if it worked better, I would. I mean, I, when I start putting my stuff on the conveyor belt and they start asking me about the items I'm buying, I'm extremely annoyed. Yes. I don't want to talk to you about what I'm buying. 
I don't want you to know. Yeah, it's none of your business if I'm having a party or if I'm having well, ice cream that's what tonight you need to tell them. or it's what I'm doing with the steak that's on the conveyor belt. None of your business. Don't ask me <laughs> what about do what you be doing. They do steak. all the time, I and well, I hate that. And that's because you, I think I know what particular grocery store you go to, and there are two cashiers uh-huh. at that particular store that are very talky. Because I frequent that from time to time. And they're and probably the employees that the grocery store loves the most. And, and they think probably. they're great. Yeah. Um, and they're very, I, I know, yeah. I know, if we're, t- I'll talk to you off the air so that mm-hmm. you don't get to know what store it is. <laughs> okay. And uh, they're he'll, very he'll tweeting. I'll and, tweet it to you later. I will tweet it to you. <laughs> and then we'll Snapchat it. But they're very talky, and I think of you every time I go through that one girl's lane. Really? She, oh, she is, she it's, is it's right on top of it. I mean, it's even agonizing for me. And I'm. You know, I, I I make fun of it. Like I told you, what do you, when she starts talking about what food you get, yeah, I got some homeless people to feed. Move on. And she shuts up. <laughs> I mean, you tell you you joke because the joke is you're so yeah. She wants to know what I'm doing with the food. I'm feeding actually, homeless people. You wouldn't actually help someone. No, I'm not. I'm not actually going to feed homeless people. <laughs> Who wants to do that? But you think it's so overt that she would know it's a joke? There actually are people who buy things at the grocery store to feed homeless no, not people. At that store. Uh, Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. Uh, more patents, Jules. I should point out, by the way, uh, this uh, right here is um, page one of our prep, which we've done none of. <laughs> none Sorry. of. Sorry. Sorry. None of. found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore good news from, uh, we were about social media mm-hmm. we we're talking about social media good news sure. from snapchat okay. uh more exclusive tv shows are coming to snapchat turner and snapchat uh, snap inc announced a partnership that will bring original shows like Turner-owned channels TBS, Adult Swim, CNN, and others directly to Snapchat's Discovery. So section. weird. Wow. Hmm. I mean, this is a whole new universe. Yeah. The uh, Have you ever seen Adult Swim? Oh, yeah. I like I Sometimes love it. I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. tur- I'll turn it on. I think it's late night of the Cartoon Channel or something. Correct. So yes. yeah. some of the kids have been watching it during the day. And then when I turn on the TV, it's just there. Man, are those shows uh, risque. Some of them are really bizarre. Holy cow. Uh, some of them are really good. So, like I, I've noticed a lot of them are very just <clears throat> weird. Like They're just like weird for the weird, weird sake and, of being, yeah. pretty, just being pretty weird. Pretty dirty. Yeah, a lot of them are dirty. Yeah. Um, however, uh, some of them are great. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm definitely... I mean, Adult Swim basically wound up having money. Because they uh, decide they were the the first people to decide. You know that Family Guy show was pretty good. We should start re-airing that. And that was when they had already been canceled right. by Fox. And that's the reason they got back on to Fox because of oh, really? how well the reruns did on Adult Swim. Wow. And it's really what padded the network's uh, coffers enough to nice. do all those uh, original shows. But I mean, mm. it's they're all in that general vein of, mm. of Family Guy, they're offensive, and you know. Um, sort of outrageous, but I mean, a lot of them I like. Uh, some and of them they, are and they weird seem to me. go beyond Family Guy, though, right? I, oh, I'm not yeah, a big. Yeah. I, I don't. I've never seen an episode of Family Guy, but from what I understand of it, yeah, it's, it's, it's not on Fox Network. So yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not as risque. No. I what haven't else? seen. A, I haven't seen a tweet yet, 
uh, from Donald Trump, but politicians uh, in Mexico uh, had a little party, a Christmas party, and they mm. celebrated by uh, taking down a Donald Trump pinata, mm. and there, somebody uh, caught some footage of it. So let's take a look at it, and I'm sure that Trump will tweet about it since he starts making the rounds. Mm. Oh, you know he will. They're making a big point of this being Donald Trump. Uh, yep. And look, it's no big deal. It's just a party. And it doesn't really matter. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I tell I, you, it pisses me off a little bit, though. Huh? I, uh, yeah, it bugs me. I mean, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not a, a Trump fan, but I don't like him treating our president elect that way. Who is it again? Mexico. Yeah, me- Mexico. Mexican officials, right? Yeah. yeah. At some Christmas party they're having or whatever. So the actual officials. That's, I mean, that's, that's uncool. Notable. That's notable. Yeah, then. I that's mean, uncool. I, it's just a bunch of he people. He should tweet about that. <laughs> like now, the now the fence is a hundred miles high. How about that, douches? How about that? Okay. And there's no beautiful door in it. No, you're not coming at all. Period. All right. This is a fence so high that if you climbed to the top of it, you'd be on the moon. Now, what do you think? How you like me now? Go ahead and do another pinata. Go ahead. Tear me apart with that. <laughs> You're right, though. He's going to tweet about that. Yeah, he is. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. And one of the things that uh, uh, is coming, that you know, he could tweet saying that uh, we're going to leave the waffle fries that McDonald's is now serving in Canada. Mm-hmm. Never coming to Mexico. Why is McDonald's not serving waffle fries what here in the, the United States? What the hell? Are you serious? Do you have a picture of these things? Uh, yes, I do, as a matter of fact. Well, I don't, I don't mean, think we, we don't have one to put up yet. No, they didn't I don't mean on your computer. I yeah, mean you, for the show, show that you, you prepared for. Oh, yeah, sure. No problem. Right here. Take a look. Don't look at the tabs. But uh, it was waffle <laughs> fries right there. Are you happy? Don't That's why they're not zooming in because we're all afraid of the tabs. <laughs> now, also. How do they look, Jeffy, by the way? Also. Do they look good? Yeah, they don't look bad. Okay. They don't look bad. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm iffy on the waffle fries. Really? I mean, I like them. They're good. Yeah, I'm not a big waffle fry fan. I'd rather have a a regular cut of... I think I would, too. I'm not a big advocate of the Chick-fil-A yeah, I'm not because either. they're the waffle cut. Well, yeah. the one thing I don't, I don't like really about like them, uh, well, and this is uh, we, maybe we come back. Can we come back to your other story here? Because this uh, this is going to take a minute. It's important. Oh, I was just uh, this another food story because the food story. I was just going to remind uh, the Constitution of the Pat and Stu show. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, today is National Chocolate Brownie Day. Oh wow! Oh wow! All right. Steve, is there a chocolate brownie anywhere on this set? No, I don't know. Of course not. I, there better course be not. at some point today. Uh, on the Chick-fil-A situation, you get the Chick-fil-A, you get a large fry at Chick-fil-A, which yeah. is a large Pretty fry. Pretty good size. Yeah. But there's like nine fries in it. <laughs> right. And it's like you feel like you're done yeah. with them. And like a, it, so, so quickly, like I try not to eat when I eat, if I were to eat like Burger King fries, I wouldn't eat. I wouldn't take a big handful of them and try to eat them all at once because right. I want it to last well, a little last bit longer. The- and, and one day I was eating uh, Chick-fil-A fries, and I realized that if you go w- one ridge at a time, it's essentially, mm-hmm. fri- essentially a fry. Mm-hmm. So each ridge is a fry. So you're getting a lot of fries in the, in the uh, actual the container, cut, yeah. but you, it doesn't feel like you are, which is the exact opposite of what I want. What I want, in theory, mm-hmm. is like, hey, I'm not eating that many fries, but it feels like I'm eating a ton of fries. Mm-hmm. It's not how this works. Nobody, knows, nobody makes the waffle fries crispy enough. I like the little single fries mm-hmm. that are yeah. crispy. You know? mm-hmm. I'm just glad I, I work at a network that allowed me to get that opinion out there because I know it's not It was popular. important. And I know you people, right. people needed to hear it. It's one of my principles. Yeah. And now you know.
Hold on, Pat. Well, say, hold on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was hoping that we had a consoler in chief um, under Barack Obama, and many people may disagree with this. But I'm uh, listening to Glenn, who's counter-programmed an interview had against had the show on his network. That's that's good thinking. started with a shout-out. To the people that were talking to Yahoo, uh, got to it. Yahoo News. For him right. to speak. Um, the Yahoo News? Yeah. The Yahoo News. Every time we have a school shooting, mm -hmm. it, it is. Mm -hmm. Is it live? It's live right now. He's, he's right around the corner. Should I just go over there and run through the shot? That would be fantastic. Mm -hmm. Should I go? Here, yes, come on. So I don't think go, go, go. Yeah, go over there. Go, go, go. Is he actually just sitting there? Well, he's interrupted this show enough to where you would think this would. This is pretty reasonable to do. What I don't want, what we should do is sense the camera with him, but that would mean that one of our camera people yeah. would have to, you know, move, and they can't do that. They can't move from behind the Oh, camera. you can't expect anybody to, to no, move. I mean, that would have had um, to have been scheduled three weeks ago to make sure that we had a <laughs> camera person standing by to run three feet. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They got a shot at Stu's chair, though. His empty the chair. TV people are so pretty good right now. Yeah, they are. Oh, they hate me. <laughs> well, I mean, not just for this. But, what do you mean? Uh, I mean, they hate they hate you anyway. But oh yeah, but I was just I thought it was just this time. Uh, no, bad no, it's it's always triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Uh, did you find him, Stu? Or uh, you can't hear me yet. I don't think can you? I can, yeah, I, oh, I can you. hear you. We got you. Uh, yeah, I was uh, just walking over, and then Glenn caught me uh, trying to get into the shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, uh -huh. now yeah, I don't think that. I, I don't. I really don't think doing you know. <laughs> Uh, uh, Howard Stern! Tricks are really where we were going as a company, but we were going to go into a Baba Booey yeah. uh, Baba sort Bowie, of Baba Booey, Baba Booey. Uh, moment. Uh, but I dragged Glenn back here so we can. Uh, I mean, we were just trying to help since you were, you know, counter programming a live show on your network uh, with another I wasn't live interview. I, they just mm -hmm. asked. I said yes. I didn't know what time. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything mm -hmm. about it. I swear, I'm not uh -huh. guilty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it was a financial interview. Uh, seemed like right. Was it? Was it about finance? It was about. Uh, did you talk about the Russia thing? Oh and yeah, yeah, Dana yeah. Rohrbacher. Yeah. And uh, what, she was. Uh, I don't know anything about her other than that either. interview. Yeah. Um, she is the financial reporter for um, Yahoo. Uh huh. Um, she was very good, very gracious. Um, uh, I hope I didn't say anything that, you know, made everybody <laughs> burn the earth down. But um, uh, she asked about, um, you know, his carrier. Should we be, is this what an American economy mm. looks like? The government picking winners and losers? And I'm mm. like, no. And it wasn't right when Barack Obama did it. It's not right, right now. Yeah. Um, Good. And she's, she said off the air and a little bit on the air, but we ran out of time. She's very concerned, as I am, with what the rhetoric is about uh, um, uh, China and mm -hmm. Russia. It's, mm -hmm. well, we're dealing in we're dealing in very dangerous ways. Uh, on this front, we talked about this. Uh, so the show kind of started. We saw this. Maybe we could talk about it on radio tomorrow. The Washington Post has created an add-on, uh, an extension for Chrome, your browser, that when you go to buy something, it will tell you what the price would be if Donald Trump gets its way with tariffs. Oh, my gosh. Now, 
I, of course, love, as a free trade guy, love this, and people should but see it. But they would not they have would done it. never have done not it. Did they do this with chance. a tire tariff? From they do this with Obamacare? No. No, of course not. They, all of a sudden, after 100 years of liberals pushing the tariffs, now that there's a conservative, or, or a Republican at least, uh, who's pushing the tariffs, now they're all of a sudden in action and it's trying to stop tariffs. <laughs> they're the worst thing in the world. It is amazing. Well, it's weird because, in a way, I'm rooting for them. Because yeah. Yeah, I know I'm glad they're doing they've it, come to our side. Yeah. We should if, stop saying yep. we should stop allowing people to say, We've Glenn Beck and the Glenn and Patton Stu and Jeffy, they've all moved oh, yeah. No no no. Hmm. The left occupies our street. That's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that other thing they asked you about um, in the interview, one part that we caught was this whole rule about gener- that law that they passed a while ago, the fifth, late Yeah, they 40s. didn't ask about the law. They said, are you concerned that he's surrounding himself, himself with-, with all these military people? Right. Mm-hmm. And it yes. clicked in my head what she's going for is a coup. Right. I think she's going for he's surrounding well, himself with military. Oh, right. Is yeah, he yeah, going yeah. to be a dictator? I think she never said that. No, that was the inference. I so got. you didn't take it as her saying, like, should because the rule kind about of exists the, yeah, for that reason. Right. You yeah. don't want necessarily military running the military. You want civilians in control of the military because you don't want that. You don't want people working with people that they work with and, and having, uh, you know, that sort of influence. <laughs> That's why they give you that seven year window. And, right? and that rule exists. Yeah, for a reason. It's a seven-year window. Now, they have overturned it once before, but he now has at least four, if not five people they're talking she's, about. I think she said yeah. five. Yeah, I mean, that's five. it's a lot. That's, a, that's an awful lot. Does so it bother you? I, and I changed, I changed. I said, I see. I think I see where you're going, and I haven't even really thought of that. Yeah. Uh, but that would be concerning Boy, to no me. Kidding. I said, but um, what is concerning to me on this also is that studies have shown the worst congressmen and senators of all time, the most progressive senators on either side of the aisle always end up being the long-term ex-military guys. Mm. John McCain. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. And the, it's because they come from the government and they're used to the government doing everything and just getting it done. And they're used, so they're not the guys who are like the free market can do that better. They don't know. Mm-hmm. They spent their whole mm-hmm. life in the military. Then they went to the government. So they have no outside experience. And I said, for a free market guy, that's not who I'd surround myself with. Hmm. And, that, of course, that's not Donald Trump. So, uh, All right, Glenn, thank you. We'll thank you. You know, we have to go through another interview. After and then he's got, interview. Uh, uh, don't forget your phone that you don't never carry with you because it's not your phone probably. But This one is Jonathan's. And, by the way, uh, Doc Thompson's like out children. in the hall. He's going to interview you about the interview you just did. Who? <laughs> uh, Doc, Doc Thompson. Thompson. And then, and then he's like, waiting for you in the hall. Then Buck Sexton flew down. We have a documentary team waiting for Then we have now, a meeting about the, about the interview. And, yeah. then, you know, after, and we're going to do a you know, Facebook Live the on the meeting. I had yesterday, uh-huh. I, I finish everything, and they say, you've got to go in, you've got to do this meeting, blah, 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 blah. And I finish the meeting, and I look at Michelle, and she said, uh, you have a documentary film crew? Uh, in your oh. office, they need 45 minutes. I'm like, I'm doing a documentary <laughs> film now, too? What? I don't even... So, what is this? it might be time <laughs> to fun. give everybody on the staff Ambien, because I know mm-hmm. now how they used to feel about me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Bob. Triple Eight Seven Twenty Seven Mac is the uh, is the phone number. And speaking of him, uh, you know, he did another great Vault uh, episode w- with the uh, Pendulum guy. Um, oh, yeah, nice. This is uh, Glenn and Roy. Roy... Williams, right? Mm-hmm. Roy, is that right? 
they explain the theory behind the pendulum and where our country is headed. Uh, and it, it's uh, pretty interesting stuff. This guy, I really like this. Yeah, movie. you're a big fan of it. I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of the Roy Williams guy. Uh, and here they are using just the, uh, the vault chalkboard. So can I ask you, I was watching the debate, and as I'm watching these two, I see they're both like from a different era. They just don't fit. They're just, they're, they're inauthentic. And everybody says that authenticity is what everybody wants, but I don't think so. I think they want, they want, they want the truth. They want the truth is, or authenticity is bigger than, you can't fake it, and it has to be surrounded by just be who you are and tell me the truth. I don't want all your fancy anything. The word you're looking for is transparency. See, authenticity is a word that doesn't really have a meaning. See, uh, let's say, as for the sake of the example, that Donald Trump is being very authentic. Let's say that he really he, is what he's pretending to be. I, okay? I, I think he... So once again, authenticity is totally different than transparency. Correct. Transparency is pulling open the shirt and saying, I'll let you look at my heart. And he'll never do that. That's what I'm saying. So yes. transparency is, I will let you peek behind the curtain. I will let you see me at my moment of doubt or weakness. Right. Or... or, or and indecision. neither one will do that. That's the neither. point. Hillary Clinton blew it. When she didn't say, I'm sick, I'm sick. I, exactly. I, I, it's right? Like, it's like, I'm, I'm fighting pneumonia right now. Right. I need to. I need to right. Take. Well, here's the thing. People would have forgiven that. There would have been no scandal. Right. Um, not that there was a scandal exactly. There would have been no news. The idea of transparency, when you start looking at millennials and you're saying, what do they want? Like any me generation, they're saying, don't. Tell me what you believe. Show me. Be the thing you say. So this is why I heard somebody say that what the churches are doing now, and I don't know where you stand politically, and I don't want to get into the name, sure, sure. but um, what the churches are doing now by excusing behavior because it's politically expedient right. will be a harder thing to overcome than the Jim and Tammy Faye Baker and the Jimmy Swagger because that was one individual. This is making people question, you don't mean it. Again, if you look at the Jim Baker and the Jimmy Swagger and all of that, where were we? Me. They were in a me. That was what happens to everything in a me. Right. You find yourself a superstar, and they say, you know, let's just do this big thing together. Let's have a Christian theme park or whatever. Yes, right. And then they all take off, and it goes, yeah, let's do that thing. So in a me, those things happen. We take a good idea too far, and then in a, in a we, we take a good idea too far. And the, and the too far is what's called the witch hunt. Now, here's where we're headed. We were here in 2013. This is 2023. These years right here, Coming up to 2023 and then back down to 2033, those are the years of the witch hunt. And this is whenever people are saying, hey, we were working together for the common good, but you know what? Some people aren't measuring up. They're not truly committed. And so I'm against them because they're not pure. And you know, Glenn, 
I think maybe the only two good people left are me and you. If you want to know the truth, lately I've been having my doubts about you. Right. And so that's the witch hunt. And when nobody's measuring up and everybody's looking at somebody to blame. How do you diffuse that? How does the average individual, because I know everybody in America has felt that. Okay. Now, remember, 1943, there's two forces at work. You have... Um, a leader who's trying to hold things together, Winston Churchill, whom we have on the table. Yes. And we have Winston Churchill, and we also had FDR over here. But we also had, during those same years, who was the guy that if he didn't like you, he just branded you as a communist? Uh, McCarthy, that's later, yeah. but yeah. That was part of the witch hunt. It's like, oh, communist, communist, communist. You said something I didn't like, you're a communist. I'm going to prove you're a communist, and nobody's ever going to talk to you again. And you had the blacklist and lives were destroyed. Which hunt? We only do that ever at the zenith of a week. And so it's going to be right here. Now, can we get around it? Yeah. If people understand. And when you read Pendulum, the very tail end of the book, when we start wrapping it up and we move into the witch hunt, we're explaining it. Michael and I said our only goal in publishing this book is that people will do exactly what you've done. Read it and say, you know what? Dialogue is maybe more effective than ranting. Maybe talking about it and examining what people believe and trying to see where they're coming from is more productive and ends with a much better result than just trying to destroy the people who don't agree with you. And I'm saying that mutually assured destruction is never a good plan, Glenn. It just never is. Who have you found in history that has done that and survived? Okay. You mentioned Gandhi earlier. Okay. He didn't survive. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, remember, in a we, what does the hero do? He gives himself for the good of the group. Right. He doesn't come out of it as the king. Yeah. He comes out of it as the sacrifice. Right. And so this is where, in a we cycle, you'll see the strongest leader is the one who said, I'm willing to die on this mountain. Right. I'm willing to give this everything I have, even if it costs me everything. Now, look at the founding fathers. You know for a fact they all died destitute. Why? Because they were at the zenith of a we, and they said no. We're willing to go the full distance. Our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Our lives, our fortunes, our sacred honor. That's what leaders do in a we if they truly want to be leaders. But remember, what they did, Glenn, is they said, even though we have wildly different opinions, to the point of violence, we have wildly different opinions, deep-seated hatreds, we will always come together, we will always respect the process of interacting And then we will come up with an answer, even if it means I don't get my way. It's like Lincoln said, I will stand with any man when he's right, and I will calmly walk away when he is not. And meaning, I'll be your friend, and we can come and go, and we just will connect when we can, but I'm not going to make you my enemy. Right, exactly. And what I'm saying is, that is the answer. And so, is there a way to win? Yeah, it's by not trying to win decisively and totally. It's reconciliation. It's Martin Luther King. It's it's what I'm saying is, and you look at Martin Luther King. Now, even though it was in the early, early, early years past the tipping point, just the first few years into a me, he was formed in a we. 
all of his personality and all of his belief systems and everything he took into his final days was formed in a we and then in a me when people were ready for a leader to emerge. He emerged. And so now it's time for a me leader, but he was, de- he was delivering all of his training in the we. But then he was saying, now we're going to do this differently. We're not going to fight. We're going to not fight. What a cool strategy. To win by not fighting. And so I'm saying that if people think that through, and if they have enough peace in their heart to say, that's worth a shot, because I'm really tired of all the bickering and the feuding and the rage. And so let's just elect the person who seems like they're willing to listen and consider what everyone is saying. How important is faith in this? I'm a big believer in the separation of church and state. No, no, no. Hang on just a second. Um, couldn't be anybody bigger than our founders on the church separation of church and state. They were deeply religious, each in their own way. Um, and so that, ga- as Franklin said, that gave us the uniting principles to be good and decent. Where France didn't have that, mm-hmm. uh, they went the opposite way. While we are in with uh, Lincoln which is, that's run by, really, by the Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, France and Germany and Europe goes to Marxism, which is godlessness. Same thing happens in the next we cycle. Mm-hmm. We still have enough faith and God in our community in the 30s that we hold together on those principles. When you lose faith, when you have taken, for instance, the Dadaist movement, Nothing means anything. God is dead. Everything is gone. That led to Weimar, which leads to National Socialism. Can you do this without God? Can you stay? Can a society stay together without some uniting principle that says you have to love your neighbor? Now, here's the thing. The assumption here, Glenn, is that people are not capable of loving their neighbor unless they believe in God. Is that what you're saying? No. Okay. But it, as Franklin said, it helps. Was Roy saying there that you can be loving without believing in God? I don't think it's possible. No, I mean, I hope that's not what he was saying. <laughs> Uh, it's a typical, um, uh, not that Roy was making it this way, but a very typical complaint of uh, atheists when they get yeah. sensitive. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. If you're yeah. saying that God is I love, what are you is. saying? I can't love if I don't have God? <laughs> no. I can't have morals if I don't believe in God? You well, can have your morals. Yeah, whatever. <sighs> uh, all right. 888-727-BECK. It is Pat and Stu. Did you know there's a cell phone company that actually not just says it, but encourages you to say Merry Christmas. Wow, yeah. amazing. Yes, yes. Uh, there is one <laughs> one out there. Patriot Mobile is a conservative, and they don't buy into the you know PC anti-Christmas nonsense. Yeah, when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you'll get the latest devices, you get great plans, and 5% off, up to 5% off, uh, of your bill goes to the conservative cause of your choice, whether that's you know uh, NRA or FreedomWorks or whomever. Yeah, and like we've talked about uh, this for a while. It's a great company, uh, really good people. They support conservative. It's, you know, you want to do business with people that you know, have a, the same mindset as you, and, and you mm-hmm. can do that here. 
Um, but like, let me give you an example of the sort of plan you can get. Right now, you can get a, a free iPhone 5S or a Galaxy S5, which is really, they should have really come up with better naming, considering the competing products. Uh, yeah. 5S and S5 is a little bit annoying. Yeah. But you can get that for $45 a month with unlimited talk, text, and data. Jeez, and I love that. That's great. I hate the limits on that because then you're paying overages and all that. So and we're just so big on social media, too. We run oh up my our gosh, data limits like crazy. always running that up. <laughs> so that means you can, you can say or text Merry Christmas as much as you want to your friends, to, the, to PC police. to <laughs> Just to annoy them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. that. Uh, PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze is the place to go. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. When you get there, they're going to give you a $50 credit. And they're going to waive the $35 activation fee with the promo code BLAZE. Okay. So if you're uh, an active duty military or a veteran, find out how you can get an additional 10% off as a thank you for your service to our nation. No, Jeffy, you can't have the discount. No. Because you didn't do anything. Right. Why not? Because you didn't do anything. You didn't invade the Island of Spice. You keep saying that, but I think you know the truth. If I were to give, if we were to give Jeffy a map right now, do you think he could come close to where the where Grenada is? No, oh, it's right there. No, he would not. Let's stand together this holiday season and support conservative companies that share our values. It really is important. It's you know people talk about boycotts all the time. This is the opposite. You're not, you're not going negative on anybody. It's a boycott. It's a boycott. <laughs> I know that's why I didn't use the boycott. But I mean, the point is, mm. why not support a company that support that supports your values? Go to patriotmobile.com/slash/blaze. Patriotmobile.com/slash/blaze right now. See, instead of boy, it's no, it's buy. buy. I mean, we got it. Buy I, think, I think they understood it. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over ten thousand dollars in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800 Well, of course... Hi, it's uh, Pat and Stu, 888 beck Alex Jones, who's... Oh, uh, yes. You know, terrific. Huge fans we in, are. Uh, in, in virtually every way. He's, he's uncovered so many conspiracies. Uh, <clears throat> I hate to call them that, because they're not conspiracies once they're proven fact. Well, when they're out in the open, they're not conspiracies oh, oh, right. either. That's um, right. And he busts them out in the open. And he, he brings a lot of things out into the cold light of day. For instance, shrimp suicide. He's the one who... Uh, who brought that into the spotlight. Nobody knew about shrimp suicide. Shrimp swim right up to seagulls and ask to be eaten, and they, in fact, are. Um, uh, by, by the way, I would say shrimp-aside is the shrimp aside is technical right term. Right now, and it, it was Alex who, who uncovered it. Gay frogs. The, they're putting the water into the frog ponds. The, po- the frogs are drinking the water that's turning them gay. Uh, I wouldn't have known about that if not for Alex. Thank heaven. You know, thank heaven. The gold babies being consumed by the Bilderbergers and the Whataburgers and the bacon cheeseburgers. Didn't know about any of that until Alex uh, Jones. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, a lot. I mean, Gulf of Tonkin, don't even get me started. 9-11, you don't know what happened there until you listen to Alex. Another really hilarious one is uh, how he uh, proved... 
that the you know, memories of all those thousands of people were just meaningless because they didn't actually die in a terrorist attack. Um, and then right? there's another one where like all those kids got about, shot. What in about Sandy the Hook. kids who didn't get and shot? They didn't get at shot. Sandy Hook They're then. actors, and it's funny actors. because those parents get to go through actors. those moments and see this idiot on television saying those things. Um, and mm-hmm. then they get to live with the terror and well, horror of their incidents. But the good thing is, we thought something really terrible happened. Nothing and it didn't. Happened. They're Nothing fine. Happened. The kids are home. They're fine. They're home. They're going to school. I've been to Connecticut. I didn't see any of that. So see, there you go. And this is this is the real problem because the guy's obviously a terrible human being in every way. <laughs> he's a buffoon um, in every. He's possible. a buffoon in every way. But I mean, these things actually have consequences with real people. And, and, and yeah. Why did you show Jeffy there? We were talking about Jeffy. <laughs> well, so, they're they, just, they are lookalikes. They are look alike, and we did say terrible person in every yeah, way. I guess yeah, that's yeah. why they cut over there. Anyway, um, now he's uncovered uh, the latest thing um, that uh, uh, Glenn Beck might be gay. He is super we should feminine. Ask him about it, and we came in here and we didn't even ask him about it. That's right. Where? Why is Glenn Beck out to get me? Why is he always attacking me? Starting like ten years ago. <laughs> ten years ago, Glenn had never heard of Alex Jones ten years ago. You know, I, I, well, it's funny. <laughs> I think, bizarrely, I think we had. Yeah. And the reason why mm-hmm. was because we actually interviewed a guy, uh, and we kind of talked about this, I think, on this. Did we have to talk about it on the show? I don't know if we was on or off the air. We talked, no. we talked about it to a guy who wrote a book about going into the Bohemian Grove. I've mentioned it on the show several times. Yeah. Um, about he went into the Bohemian Grove and penetrated it with Alex Jones and watched the ceremony and found out that it wasn't some, you know, deadly conspiracy theory but they actually does happen and there are events there and everything um and he wrote a book about it and it was really interesting and kind of funny really funny guy um and we really liked him and this is back in the early 2000s when we we're in tampa yeah um so it's a long time ago um and so we're, we do that and then I, the, two months ago i write to chris brady a guy who works uh, on our digital side and i say remember this guest it was a long time ago i don't know if you'll remember it uh, and so I describe it to him. He digs it up and sends it back to me. And I'm like, ah, there we go. And I was reading the story. And I, this is like two months ago. Uh, the other day, uh, um, uh, we do an interview and uh, I find out it's the same guy. Like, it's John Ronson, the guy who wrote the book about um, So You've Been Publicly Shamed that we had on the air for an hour. Uh, it was that guy that we talked to all those years ago. He went back in like, I think it was 2000 or, uh, or I think it was 2000. Might have been 2002 that he did the trip. We found the book years later, though. It was like 2004, or 2003, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was after it was after he became a little bit known for his 9/11 conspiracy theory. But he wasn't, you know. I mean, the president of the United States wasn't quoting his tweets at that point. Uh, and there wasn't even a Twitter, honestly. But I was just mm-hmm. making a point about Donald Trump. Forget it. Um, so the point <laughs> is, uh, you know, he's been around for a while, but it has not been. We have certainly not been bashing him for 10 years. I mean, we were certainly no. not aware of who no. he was. Not really. Uh, even at this time, we just knew he was a conspiracy guy or something. Um, so, yeah, but maybe that's what he's referring to. Maybe he knew yeah. about that interview. Who knows? Pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, Jones uh, continued uh, his questioning. Glenn Beck would put on makeup uh, back when Jones said that he knew and met Glenn back in the day. Now, when was this? When the hell was this? I read that, too. He I, says I Glenn, Glenn Beck would put on makeup. He'd like candy butt around, waving his arms in an exaggerated gay fashion. Just to be clear, he was actually just doing that. Do we have that video, by the way? Marissa? Do we have the video of him? We don't have of it. Of Glenn candy butting around? No, no. Yeah, he's, yeah, but the thing is, Alex, in his impression of Glenn, was waving his arms in an exaggerated gay fashion. 
I, which I wish this, we saw. Um, he is a lying sack of dog crap. Alex Jones never. When did this I don't happen? Think, I honestly do not think they ever met. They've never met. Have you? And I, I don't think so either. I'm Unless, sure. The only thing I could think of was that maybe what? they ran into each other when he was at CNN. I was and he say, put on makeup maybe. and candy ass around. What is he talking about? But I mean, he says I knew this What's guy. He talking about? I knew this guy. Back what was in it, the uh, day. Back in the day. The only thing I got was thinking of like Glenn did a show, for example, in Corpus Christi, Texas, when he was like 20. Like, did he know him way back then? Somehow. I mean, it's not impossible, right? No, I mean, it's I, not impossible. I mean, when like Corpus Christi days or no, uh, no way. But I mean, he well, wouldn't even know who Jones he was. Is like forty-two years old. I mean, he is. Yeah, that guy's forty-two years old. Yeah, no. I mean, he looks older than Jeffy. I, I grant. No, he is not forty-two years old, is he? I think he's something like that. Let me see. Uh, let's just uh, take a look at this. Huh? Um, yeah, yeah, he's forty-two. Yeah, forty-two years old. Who knew? I didn't. I thought he was much older than that. I, I, mean, I thought looks, he was about sixty. He, quite I honestly. mean, for forty-two years old, he looks terrible. Terrible. I mean, jeez. And, and oh, I mean, he looks just like Jeffy, who's he like does. eighty. <laughs> I mean, seriously, when we put the, this picture behind Jeffy, you cannot tell the difference. There, look at that. Look at that right now. Now, do, do the do pose. Do the pose. <laughs> that is you. It's you. <laughs> Here's a conspiracy. There is no Alex Jones. It's only Jeff Fisher. It's, it is legitimately the same person. Now, obviously, you know, Jones is fatter. But other than that... It's fantastic. I mean, think about it. Jeffy is really, <laughs> at his heart, a conspiracy theorist. Like, in his heart. He is. He is. Yeah, he, he wants is. to be. Like, he's smart enough to yes. know that these conspiracies aren't true, but he really wants to believe them. He does. Like, whenever, oh, hey, uh, there's a report of uh, voter fraud. Uh, like, Jeffy's instinct is to be like, it's true, immediately. Well, and then he reads a story and winds up realizing it's not and, and because he's smart enough he actually comes to the right side of this where jones isn't right i mean jones just believes it and keeps going right but i mean even you but, as a guy who is i think has a little bit of that, of that in him no. you don't even go down the, the roads that alex no, jones goes uh, no, down. no no not no, even no, close no, not he i mean well he to alex jones rabbit holes oh my gosh I, literally i i interviewed the guy i don't know 10 12 years ago in houston and he it was mostly about 9-11 but as i was you know, walking him down the path of how ridiculous that was. Uh, and he would inform me that all of these people who had debunked the 9-11 theories that he had, like popular mechanics, uh, they were all CIA operatives. Right. So they were saying it on purpose. And, and they're, yeah, they're just excusing their own government. Right. So you go down that path with him and, and you find out that, you know, not only is there that, there's the JFK stuff, there's the... Well, anything, anything there, in the, any the of... Gulf of Tonkin stuff, there's the... <laughs> well, he's on Pizzagate now. He's big on Pizzagate. Is he Pizzagate? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he is has he to be, really? right? He has to be, right? The, is it a theory? The pedophile yes. government? Right. I mean, he has to be. So Glenn is oh gay, apparently. You know who also broke this story about Glenn being gay was Garth Bunk uh, a couple of seasons oh, right. ago. On the Boy, I wish, we had, wish right. we had a clip of it. I, 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 it's one of my favorites. I do wish we had a clip of it. We should oh, play we that don't? next week. We should play it next week. It's worth it. Darn. Um, uh, Boy, that, that stinks, huh? <laughs> Shut up. We get it. Uh, no. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, of, um, so he knew uh, I'm not against gay people. Uh, is what uh, Alex Jones said. And I'm not saying he's gay, but let me just tell you, the guy is super feminine, super Nelly. Is that a term? Like, Nelly is, is a term? Super Nelly? It is for know. 
Freak like him. Okay. This is so weird. Just like his little, when he says candy butt around and stuff, that's all now it this, is. Yeah. And, and this story I came really out. want to know when Alex Jones met Glenn. And I want to know when Glenn put on makeup and pranced around him in a candy-ass sort of way. A candy butt. I, I, I candy butt. I mean, you put I on makeup for television. Uh, that's why so, I think it, it There's no way Alex Jones was ever on one of Glenn's TV shows, though. No, so it can't but he be could have been in, in on the, someone in else's show right? in the building right. and met uh, him. That's possible. It's possible. But Glenn yeah. would remember. I mean, Glenn would have mentioned it. If it was that recent, he would have mentioned it. That's why I was thinking, like, back in the day, if he was an intern at the radio station that Glenn worked at when Glenn was 25, you know, maybe. I mean, it's not that I big of an age difference. Except when Glenn was 25, he would have been about 10. Would no, Glenn, I mean, what's would Glenn, 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 is, Glenn is 10, well, 11 years older. So he would have been, yeah, yeah, so so been 14 years I'm old. I'm sorry, 28 and 17. I mean, <laughs> the point is when Glenn was young, the young well, I, was, I was with him by then, and I know that we never met this guy. That's why right. I was thinking that it might have been, so, been in the same build, just in the building. At maybe. CNN. I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, it's I, I, I like weird, how we're trying though. to figure out how this guy's facts. He just probably just said it with no information, like he does everything else. That's probably right. But, yeah, it's a weird thing to say. He also, um, there's another, uh, Heat Street has an, an interesting article. Um, in an ironic twist, Alex Jones sits right in the center of a globalist conspiracy. And by globalist, I'm, of course, referring to Acid House, the global sensation electronic music genre you probably never heard of, but your teenage daughter is listening to while taking drugs. Oh. Yes, <laughs> there's a growing mountain of evidence that conspiracy theorists extraordinaire Alex Jones makes Acid House beats on the side. Uncovered by spin, it appears that Jones has quite the music production setup with various synths specifically used to make Acid House. In this image, which you're about to see, and are seeing right now, Alex can be sit, sit, uh, sitting next to what one spin commentator speculates is an electron machine drum. Why would he have that, Pat? Why would he have it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Why would he have it if he wasn't making know. Acid? I don't or, know. Acid He's making House Acid music. House music. Uh, in the InfoWars office, there is a framed map linking the Bilderberg Group to their corporate accomplices. What does the image look like? A vinyl record, and Alex Jones is clearly a DJ. I mean, look at this. <laughs> God, I wish I could see that in focus. That's amazing. I uh, see McDonald's and FedEx are in on the globalist conspiracy. That the globalist. Be, globalist conspiracy. That would be really good to look at. Um, wow. In this video, you can see Alex standing in front of a mixer. Or monitors, a Roland TR-808 drum machine, a TB-303, and the key gear, which is all, by the way, the key gear. Uh, to ma- yeah, that's true. That is a, that is yeah, legitimately it is. a... Mm-hmm. Uh, is it <laughs> possible? It is great that somebody's doing this to him. D- doing exactly what he does to everybody else. That's uh, awesome. And then uh, a comment made by a f- the official Alex Jones YouTube channel <laughs> was underneath a video by legendary Acid House producer DJ, a guy <laughs> called Gerald. Uh, Alex appears to compliment Gerald on his 303s. InfoWars has not returned co- uh, request for comment. <coughs> this is real. It. They're covering it up. This is real. It's kind of similar. I, I don't know that it's actually true, but it's kind of similar to what Samantha B did with Donald Trump can't read, which was yeah. actually really funny. Uh, just kind of take those disparate sort of pieces of information, piece them together into a kind of workable theory, and then go with it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, triple eight seven two seven. Back more patents too coming up. By the way, fried cheesecake today oh, on man. spoons, oh. which Oof. I'm very excited about. Oof. Mm.
It is Pat and Stu. Uh, we've got the whole bowl slate, the bowl game schedule uh, coming up, and uh, they start really early this year. This December seventeenth is, I think, the earliest I could ever think of for a bowl game to happen. You know, usually you have most of December to get ready for a bowl game, but I mean that's middle of the month. You're playing a bowl game already? That's amazing. Anyway, there are one, two, three, four, five, six bowl games on December seventeenth. And they all suck. What? The Celebration Bowl. The Celebration Bowl? What is it? This one is sponsored by Cool and the Gang. <laughs> um, it's uh, North... It, who is... N- NC Central. Is that North Carolina Central yeah. versus Grambling State? Yeah. Oh, that's... Uh, when those two wow. teams get together... You throw out... You throw out the record the Television? Books. You I know that. record books. You knew that. Yes, you knew that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the New Mexico Bowl features... Yes, New Mexico versus uh, the University of Texas San Antonio. When those two teams play, you need to. I mean, this whole need, day. You need to keep the record oh, this because this is why I think Houston gets screwed here, being in the middle of this. Well, Houston, so San Diego State too, because they're ten and two. Or those something. are two good teams. They're, they're both ten and two. I think that that's a really good matchup. Um, so I take it back. They're not all bad. Houston San Diego State. That is a good matchup. That's a good matchup. Those are two tough teams. Um, and I think both of them. Let me see. I think they're both ten and two. Now, uh, a- after this, there's basically nothing till December twenty. No, ten and 20- three and nine and three. Um, after this, there's basically nothing till December twenty second, when Idaho takes on Colorado State. Then followed by. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course, you're trying to you're trying to skip the only me- meaningful game in the whole season, uh, and that's BYU Wyoming. <laughs> I mean, when the Cougs and the and the Cowboys match oh, up, you can throw uh, out. The, the other 77 matchups that they've had. <laughs> Just the 77. <laughs> Throw them right out the window. Um, yeah. They used to be, of course, in the WAC together. Then they were in the yeah. Mountain West together. So they've played a lot of times, and that's not a sexy matchup, and everybody knows it. Uh, but uh, but I, I still want BYU to win. Cause so they will be, they're 8 and 4? BYU is 8 and 4. So they will be 9 and 4 if they can pull that off. Yep. Which is a decent season. Um, so when do the real games it. get started? Uh, not to throw the the <laughs> big games. Really, I would say you can start on the twenty seventh uh, with the you have Baylor, the Holiday Boise Bowl. State. Washington yeah. State, Minnesota is pretty good. Yeah, it's a decent matchup. Baylor, Boise, Baylor, State is Boise a good one. State's a good one. Uh, uh, although tw- Baylor was way down this year. Yeah, they were not very good. Twenty uh, eighth, you've got. Much Indiana Utah, Miami West Virginia, and Indiana Utah. Indiana six and six, so, so not good. That's not um, bad. The 29th, you have Oklahoma State Colorado, which is a big game. That's a good um, one in the Alamo one. Bowl. Uh, TCU Georgia. Both those teams are down this year, so that's way not down. a great one. Yeah, way down. Stanford North Carolina is a pretty good matchup. Stanford. The Orange Bowl featuring Michigan and Florida State. That'd be, that's a fun game. That'll be a good game. And they just I saw that's heard an game. interview with uh, Harbaugh saying that he was all excited about being out there and watching the. Uh, Watch the the Florida State Indian throw his uh, arrow in the center of the field. Be, that's a great tradition. I can't wait to see that. Thanks, Coach Harbaugh. <laughs> I, I, Why is that I so just, bad? I Why is that like, bad? I do not like that guy. Why? Uh, and that's an example yes, of it because he wanted to see the Florida yes, State it, Indian throw his arrow up. into the field? Shut up. Don't worry about the other team's tradition. <laughs> Why is that bad? So weird. I don't the understand weird. why I, that's a bad thing. Jeffy is very sensitive to Native American <laughs> issues, as you know. Thank you. Um, Thank they, you. I guess they put this entire <laughs> Cherokee Nation on a reservation. Is that accurate? Those Jeffy? are my people, oh, not sorry. his. I got you guys confused. Uh, um, the, the Chick-fil-A Bowl with Alabama-Washington. 
Yeah, course, this, that's a playoffs, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a playoff, and so is the Fiesta Bowl, Clemson, yeah. Ohio State. So that's that's the semifinal matchup, yeah, which strong. is weird. So, so the the semifinals of the national championship occur on, with by the way, two other games, including Louisville, which was at well, yeah, but earlier in the day, yeah. right? Earlier in the day, but I mean, two other games happened that day, including Louisville, who was in contention to be in the playoff at one point, mm-hmm. um, did not did not wind up getting in there. Mm-hmm. So then you have the two uh, playoff games back to back, three p.m., seven p.m. on ESPN, December thirty first. Then, on, Dece- on January 9th, the- is the finals in which they match mm-hmm. up for the national championship, the two winners. In between that, for some reason, is... The Outback, Cotton, Rose, and Sugar. Yeah, the, two, the four kind of big really bowls. Florida, Iowa, Western Michigan, who is very good this year, uh, Wisconsin, uh, Penn State, USC, Auburn, Oklahoma, all happened on January 2nd, in between the two playoff rounds. Yeah. Which is bizarre. Did that not happen? It's weird. I mean, you have that, get the crap out of the way, then you play the playoffs. That's what happens, Jeffrey. Yeah, but then we'd go a whole week without games. No, we wouldn't. You would just didn't they last year schedule uh, the? It was like just January like third or something was the first round, and like January tenth was the second round. Yeah, but I think they played they games in between then too. Yes, I, really? I, yeah, it's weird. They, they seem to do this every year, and it doesn't make any sense to me. I, I think you're right. I think it should be semifinals, finals, nothing in between. Um, Play all the good games yeah. before that. Right. Um, have you seen the uh, the new uh, uni- uh, uniforms for Navy? The, uh, or it's Army's uniforms. They're playing Navy. Yeah, um, are they the camouflage ones? Yeah, let's check these out. These are um, uh, these are the new ones. Check them out. Okay. And they look a little something oh, like this. Oh, uh, there you go. I, th- I thought we had a actual moving picture of it. Yes, yes. we do. We honor the past by retelling stories of valor, courage, and sacrifice. Inspired, humbled, and motivated by the soldiers that came before us. We don their patches, adopt their mottos, and hold their deeds close to our hearts. This year, we honor the 82nd Airborne Division of World War II, the All-Americans. Representing every state, these highly trained and highly disciplined paratroopers were asked to spearhead the invasions of Italy, Normandy, and Holland. With little to no reinforcements or relief in the most adverse conditions, their physical and mental toughness was pushed to the limit. Their unwavering brotherhood and dedication ultimately led to accomplishing their mission. Our uniforms are sewn for memories that tie together the past and the present. That's cool. It's quite a build-up for a football outfit. Uh, it's the United States Army. I mean, they could have done, get a better voice guy. It did not sound that good. He wasn't terrible. Was, he was, was, he was fine. Was, he was fine. Too. Yeah. Wait, I, do, do you really want them spending any more of our tax dollars? No, I don't. <laughs> they they should have some I guy don't. in the office doing it. In fact, don't even make it. In they fact, should probably shouldn't even have teams. Right. right. Uh, so, right. I, so what do you want them to do? Dig up John Facenda? <laughs> Army versus Navy. <laughs> yes. That would be that would be cool. But so Army Navy is what this weekend? 
I don't know. I think so. Sure. And they'll, I guess they'll be wearing those uniforms, so that's very exciting. Fried cheesecake is the only thing that would make us stop talking about football that's coming up. Okay. Scenic background for uh, shoes. That's what I said. We're in the bowels. Yep, so we have a fried cheesecake. Now, this is something I may have tried before. We really want one fried cheesecake. Yeah, and it's good. But I'm going to try this one because this one looks different to me. Totally different. I bet it's completely different from anything you've ever experienced. Okay, now if you look in there. Oh, 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 dare drop that. And uh, you bastard, don't you dare drop that. <laughs> don't move because we can get that sugar off. Don't lick the sugar off, mate. Jeffy, just uh, lick the sugar. Jeffy, just lick the sugar. Okay, now look inside there. You got like kind of like the... I mean, it looks like they just made a tortilla burrito with cheesecake inside and then deep fried that puppy. Let's uh, give it a whirl. Mmm. I mean... Call me crazy, but I do not think this is low fat. Well, what's your definition of low? Like seven thousand? It's less than seven thousand fat. I think it's under seven thousand. So this is just deep fried cheesecake, is what it's called. Yeah, I think they take the cheesecake rolling, put it in a burrito, and drop it in. I got a five. Yeah, I'm pretty damn good. Good. That's gonna get me a a thirteen out of eighteen. I give it an eleven. Yeah, I mean, there's something. So I could use a, a raspberry dipping sauce, maybe? Yes. Or strawberry dipping or sauce? Chocolate. Yeah, or chocolate. Chocolate. Kind of sauce. Yeah, it needs a dipping sauce, but uh-huh. I do like cheesecake plain. Yeah. So I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to get a 13. Pretty solid. All right. A dipping sauce would be, that would make that. Maybe. Yeah, I, I'm up to a 15 with a dipping sauce there. Are we supposed to stop eating these now? Well, you've no, eaten sorry. all of the tasting foods. You, you, you're supposed to take a bite. It's like a wine tasting, except you're totally hammered. Go ahead, take another bite. <laughs> uh, uh, 